It's <laughs> the last offbeat tracks of the year. That kind of worked, right? Oh yeah, that's very good. Yeah. All right. Hi, I'm Max. I'm Danielle. This is episode 141 and the final offbeat tracks of 2019. Yes. How you feeling? By 2019. Yeah. Oh no, now we get a presidential yep, election. Actually, nope, can yep. we just stay here? <laughs> by 2019. No, we can't stay no. here. It's not how time works. God. Danielle. Ugh, fine, I'll read a book next time. Jesus. So yeah, I wanted to close out the year with a, a fun episode, and um, Danielle and I both thought this one would be a super fun <laughs> yeah. thing to talk about. I'm actually about. surprised we hadn't so, done it already. Yeah, I know. So I think by now most people know that Alanis Morissette released a couple of albums that were Canada only before she broke through in the U.S. So today we're going to talk about those albums. Mm-hmm. I think that the, the unfair meme is that, like, Alanis was a pop singer. She was a big sellout, and then she just tried to get all angry. It's really not true she or fair. She was, like, 16. And also, she wrote all of this. Mm-hmm. She still wrote this stuff. Like, this these, this was all still her brainchild. Go look at the writing credits. Go listen to her talk about these writing sessions. Um, she still wrote all this music. Yeah, and imagine, like, if you release an album... Um, having to pretend that you only like and will write one kind of song ever for the rest of your life. Yeah. You just have to, especially when you're like 15, 16, yeah, right? 15, 16 starting this was how old she was. Like, yeah. And in just, fact, as we're going to talk about in a second, even younger than that, you want to know what I liked at 15 and 16, what my shit would have yeah, looked exactly. like if I wrote it. I don't want to get stuck to that. Yeah. So <sighs> these albums deserve uh, a bit more respect than they get, I think. So yeah. that's why I wanted to talk about them today anyway. Um, so Alanis was born in June of 1974. She's from Ottawa, which is very close to the border with Quebec, mm-hmm. even though it is on in Ontario. So there's like a lot of French culture happening in, in Ottawa also. Um, her first single, I did not realize this, that she actually recorded a demo in 1987. So she would have been 13 years old. And in fact, the recording copyright, if you look on the, the 45 label itself says copyright 1985. So she yeah. may have actually recorded this when she was like 11. Yeah, I read it and she apparently wrote it when she was 10. Which, I'm going to be quite That's honest. bonkers. I'm going to be quite honest. There are some lyrics in this. That, I know. Uh, I know she's 10 when she wrote it. That's yeah. the only time it's acceptable. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's cute. Whatever. I would have so wrote worse. So the, the record was called Fate Stay With Me. And the B-side is also called Find the Right Man, which is hilarious. You're a child. It's very wrong. Uh, yeah, Fate Stay With Me. Um, but, okay, so this is like... Very 80s, like high energy kind Absolutely, of yeah. kind of it's, pop music, and she she still has like she's she sounds like a kid. She does, but her Alanis voice is yeah, still there. But yes, exactly. I she's already <laughs> she's so obviously already Alanis. That's at this how point. she sings. That's, that's how she her sings. Voice, and that's how she sings. Yep. Um, we need to talk about some lyrics here, please. Um, the remember when you were a kid and particularly an early teenager and you wrote poetry and you thought it was really deep <laughs> and then you found that notebook like a couple years you know years later like 10 15 yes, years later and you had and, no shame and then you fucking burned it that's what this is let the autumn leaves fall the chilly raindrops freeze canada am i right <laughs> the white s- <laughs> the white snow melts i'll just sail on those seas what the hell does that mean uh, she was a child i know it's cool but it's just like i i hope I hope she's not as regretful about that moment as imagine, I would be. Imagine being a person who like actually has a copy of this too, because you know if some kid Apparently handed only you only like a hundred were made. If you were a kid, I, I read that it was a thousand. Oh, okay. If if a kid made a demo tape and handed it to you, like most people are going to be like, okay, cool, thanks. Imagine <laughs> that kid growing up to be a Lattice Morissette, and you were an idiot and didn't save that record. Oh, yeah, yeah, because they're worth some money now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it, like the song itself, fine. I'm 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 here for it. Tomorrow, let the autumn leaves fall. The chilly 
So the actual proper albums that we're going to talk about came along in night. The first one came along in 1991, um, April of 1991. So Alanis is um, 16 years old by now, mm-hmm. um, about to turn 17. And this album drops, uh, goes to the number 25 spot in Canada. Um, she was, she, you know, she had a pretty decent mm-hmm. hit on her hands here. And she was already on TV too. She was on, you can't do that on television yes, in Canada correct. and also America in, in Nickelodeon Canada. Yes. Which made it to Nickelodeon America yes. at some point. Yes, I don't know did. if it because was timely. I, I, no, it, it was not, but I remember yeah. seeing reruns of it when, oh, I, me was, too. when yeah. I was uh, a little kid. Yeah, I for sure. I don't think it was timely. Um, so yeah, the first one we're going to talk about is the song that you have undoubtedly heard. If you know of this era, mm-hmm. you this is the one song you've heard. It's called Too Hot. Um, it was a number 14 hit in Canada. Uh, yeah, I love this song. How can I'm, you not? Yeah, like, dude, dude, what else is there to say? It rules. Okay, like, I'm just, I went on a little bit of an Amazon binge uh, mm. during me prepping for this because I am so obsessed with the hot pink sports bra look with a leather jacket on top of it. Like, that's it. Like, mm. It's like she just crawled out of bed and was like, I can't be bothered to get ready completely. Right, but it's, it's like, a little chilly out, so let me grab my it's jacket. It's like when I go to the bar in pajamas, but put on <laughs> nice shoes, like no one's going to notice it. I am obsessed with it. Like, I think that's such a look. I want to bring it back. It is, yes. I the really like the it. bra with the sports jackets was a thing in the 90s. I know, I, I mean, forgot right. about yeah, it. You're and right. she's like sitting there dancing. I'm like, the, I, want, the, I want it. The Sue Ellen Mishki. Yeah, the Sue Ellen Mishki. Um, worth noting that this one and two others uh, from this album appeared in a gender flipped version of the movie Just One of the Guys that I did not know existed called Just One of the Girls starring Corey Haim. We didn't need it. And Alanis was is is in the movie as well. Mm-hmm. I've she, never I think she performs like did, she's herself gotcha. performing in the movie. It's very Canadian. Yep. Very Canadian. If you want the answers. You need a Boston straight up, baby. So say what you mean and you mean to say it. Uh, Walk Away was the next single she released off of this, uh, was a number 35 hit for her. Um, and then here you go in the video. It's Matt LeBlanc. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Pretty friends a couple years. Pretty yeah. Friends. Yeah. Yeah. Matt LeBlanc is like not a super well-known person yet. Yeah. And he's also not Canadian. I looked that up. I'm like, how did he get here? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's, I'm glad you said that because it just occurred to me. I never thought about him as Canadian. I'm like this whole time. I never knew he was Canadian. Also, he's not. I think he's playing himself maybe because in the little, calls in the little breakdown, she goes, oh, sounds familiar, Matt. Yes. And I was I like, know. oh, okay, he's just Matt. So That's now, cool. I thought about it, though, because I was like, man, would you ship like an adult Matt LeBlanc, Alanis Morissette oh, couple? I guess Actually, if they're happily married to other people, but just in I general. I guess I kind of would. In your, like two people who were inc- ended up to be incredibly famous in like 1995 right. by then, which I think is pretty also, neat. Something just occurred to me, and I'm going to have to do a little Googling. How old was Matt LeBlanc at this time? Older than Alanis Morissette. Yeah, because she was 16, right? Yes. I don't think she looks 16, though. She's certainly not acting 16. Um. Okay. But yeah, he's 23. Uh, but she would have been of age questionable, in 95. Questionable And content. certainly of age This was now. not 1995. No, but I'm saying later. Like an adult okay. version of this relationship. This was I'm ni- not shipping her as a child. Uh, no, I know. I'm just, I'm, I just now occurred to, to me. To be fair, this is also when she's dating. This is about the era she's dating Dave Coulier. Yeah, which was so definitely which, way out of line. Which one would you choose for her? <laughs> Dave Coulier or Matt LeBlanc if we got to make that well, choice? Well, neither. 
Okay. okay. <laughs> but you were no fun. In 1991, neither. <laughs> Put it that way. As adults, yeah, sure, yeah, I ship them. Go to school. That's yeah, what exactly. I'm going to choose. <laughs> um, yeah, the song, though, I kind of was into. It's sort of like, you know, if, if you don't have time for me, I'm going to walk away. Yeah, um, I, I completely agree with you. That's fine. Um, it was in Problem Child 2, the oh, movie, that there you everyone go. saw. Amy Yazbek, we stand. Oh my God, who doesn't? September 1991 comes the third single, which was Feel Your Love. Um, and this is the first of two appearances of what I like to call Cool Alanis. Cool Alanis? <laughs> Where she like... Cool Alanis. Cool Alanis. Yes, exactly. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yes, I love it. Cool Alanis Morissette. Uh, where she kind of does this thing where she decides to talk like this. <laughs> <laughs> And that and is she kind of it's sort of like does. it's sort of like her Michael Scarn. I don't know if you're an office uh, yes, person, but yes. yes, I totally get yeah. what you're saying. That's um, this is like Alanis's version of the yeah, I'm a cool yeah. chick now on this one. We all had that. We can't be held to what we did when we were 16. We can't be held to that. Ooh, especially not that. Absolutely not. Um, I will say that again in a couple songs. Um, yes, we will. To give her anyway. I also noticed when I was watching this video, it was very distracting to me. She looks exactly like Alana Miles. Yeah, she does. Like, it was very confusing. Like, I thought at first it was her. I was like, why isn't she starring in this own video? I, listen, I by need you way, to know. By the way, she's also Canadian. Is that a thing now? Yeah, she is. Um, <laughs> I need you to know, by the way, that I stan every single Alanis look from this era. Oh, absolutely. She looked hot in every single moment. Like, all these outfits. Uh, yes. She was, like, fashion icon Alanis at this time. And I'm I'm here for all of it. Yeah, I have no complaints. The fourth single off of this only went to number 67 on the Canadian charts. It was called Plastic. Um, it wasn't a, mu- a music video shot for it. The one you'll see is like a compilation somebody put together. Mm-hmm. Um, did you notice, by the way, that the uh, there's a little vocal sample in the background that is also from MC Solar's The Le Nouveau Western? Because that's all I can, when I hear that little cowboy like yelp sound. Oh, like, oh okay, like the Bonnie and Clyde yes. thing. Uh, but it's in this song too. Really? I didn't anyway, even notice yes. it. Um, just wanted to point that out. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing that makes this song special to me. I no. was just like waiting for something. And I'm like, this is... That's why it didn't it's do very there. well. Yep.
Oh. And I, yeah, this wasn't a single, but I wanted to talk about this one album cut because <laughs> Jesus Christ. When, now, here's it's a funny story. It's called, oh yeah. We, we put together, we, we and, put together. never fear, Coolanis is back. Oh, oh, she's and back how. all right. <laughs> and how. Um, for the listener, whenever we get prepared for these shows, we put a Google Doc together of all that we're doing. And Max put this one together. And we get to, oh yeah, and then parentheses, in all caps, Jesus Christ. Which, by the way, at first I thought was part of well, the yeah. title. Yeah, I, I almost broke like it down it on the next the line so that you wouldn't think that. Yeah, uh, yeah so I was like, huh, why is she uh, doing this Canadian Christian rock thing? It's cool, whatever, she's experimenting. And then I started it and realized that was just your reaction to it. And what a correct reaction it was. Yes, indeed. <laughs> My name is Alanis. <laughs> yep. It just goes from there. I'm no disco queen. No. Even though I've just put out a bunch of disco songs. Right. uh, (laughs) And also, this is my first album. So why would anyone think that anyway? (laughs) Why? My name is Alanis. I'm a white chick singer. The drums are a-smoking and so's the bass. Shake your thing. When you sing. So there actually was not a huge turnaround between the first and second album because we're already in late 1991 by the time Plastic came out. Um, Now is the Time, which is Alanis' second record, came out in August of 1992. This one did not do as well as the first. Um, It uh, it peaked at number 40, in fact. Um, An Emotion Away was the first single off of it. Um, And they try to do this goofy thing with the video, like... She's like watching TV and flipping through the channels and like uh, suddenly there's a there's a cologne commercial she's happening. Watching her on and all of these. Also, things. like she's yeah, she's like imagining herself in every channel and she's like in a neo-noir movie and Alanis Morissette dressed up like a like a 40s gangster lady. It's, it's acting all, very poorly. Yes, it's all very a lot interesting. Of bad acting here. That Nickelodeon acting school coming right uh, on through. Yeah, um, it's whatever. I I can't care. But, but but the thing about this is the looks her, though. I stand the looks. The looks once are again. good, and also I stand her voice in this song. She's singing the hell yes. out of this mediocre ass song, and I appreciate that. Yes, it's like that's the one thing that if I heard this on the radio would catch me because she just sings the hell out of it. I, I like totally agree, and you'll see as we as you hear the other songs on this. This like you actually really start to hear Alanis kind of come into her own, mm-hmm. with, as as she is becoming the Alanis that most people know her as. Yes. So February 1993, we kind of get this one final glimpse at super poppy Alanis, I guess. I mean, this is basically an Amy Grant song. It's um, called No yeah. No Apologies, and she has on this very, like, Roma Downey touched by an angel dress in the video. This <laughs> is just something that... Very Elaine Bennis, just like, it's the 90s, and I'm this beautiful young lady with giant hair, and I'm going to sing this soft little pop song now. Uh, Huge yeah. hit, though. Huge How? hit. Number 14 hit. 
I don't understand. Yeah. This is one of those things that I know that I would have loved in 1993. There you go. Like That's eight it. Eight years old. But now in 2019, I'm just like, can we forget about this part of the 90s? Like, I never need to hear it again. And I, I can't. So Real World is the the next single they drop off of this, number 85 on the Canadian charts. This is the first real glimpse we get of future Alanis, I think. I, yes, except that um, she has yet to figure out how to write lyrics that make sense, because I have no idea what this song is about. She's just yelling about, step into the real world, but if you think about all the other lyrics in between it, I don't know what uh, that means. Well, I think she's just, she's angsty. you got to remember, she's still, what is this, <laughs> 1993 now? Maybe she's still, she's like freshly 19, so she wrote this a, when she was 18. I mean, she's still a kid. Okay, so she needed a couple years to figure out what the angst actually had yes. the right words for the angst, because right <laughs> yes. now it's just coming out like... It's kind of like, like <laughs> remember on Family Guy when they go to the Teen Choice Awards and they introduce the band and the guy's just going, ugh, feelings! <laughs> <laughs> Feelings. Yeah, it's, exactly yeah, yeah, it's it kind is. of that. Yes. Yeah, we got. I, I wrote down this lyric. It came in a dream, a light so extreme. Yeah, a voice in my head, and it says, "Step inside the real world." Nothing about that is the real world. You're dreaming up some person talking to you in some voice in your head. That is the literal opposite of the real world. Well, maybe she's saying she needs to let go of the dream <sighs> and keep her head. Maybe she's trying to keep herself grounded. She's trying to be ground Lannis and not Sky Lannis <laughs> so much. Sky Lannis. <laughs> Thank you, India. And then finally, one more single off of this called Change is Never a Waste of Time. But you know what was a waste of time? This song? Yes. Releasing yeah. this as a single. All I wrote is, I don't care why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, whatever. I hope someone cared. Yeah, well, I mean, it was a number 30 hit. Somebody cared. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we had to talk about Rain. Again, this wasn't a single. This is an album cut that I really liked. Um, the the drum track like abruptly changes on this a couple of times. And like, I'm here for it. It's kind of doing this PM Dawn thing. And then it like does yes. a Millie Vanilli thing. And I like that. Yeah, all about it. It's See, like very Eric B and Rakim kind of, yeah. Now about at the same time, Madonna has a song called Rain, which I think is by far her best song. Yeah, I Rain is Madonna's a great song. Rain. Samples is, Perfect Way by Scritti Politti, yes, by the way. Yes. And it's not nearly as good. 
um, or this is not nearly as good as Madonna's no, Rain. But of course it, it not. Was but what is similar and at the same time, which it I is. thought was kind of cool. And actually, funny enough, in this same era, I just realized uh, Lauren Christie also released a song called Rain that was uh, on this Ooh. album from around the same time too. Because hers was like, very, was that a very wet year? Yeah, it must, the, it must have been a lot of rain. Is it El Nino? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> El Nino. <laughs> yeah, everybody heard about El Nino for the first time. We were just freaking out. <laughs> Millie Vanilli blamed everything on the rain, and then years oh, later, shit. people just never got over oh, it. Oh, shit. So Alanis's first two albums, I know we spent a lot of time just laughing about a lot of these songs, but I still really do think they are good songs on on their own. Yeah, I except think change is never a waste of time. Still, that one is like whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's this is such an important thing to me because you hear the foundation of Alanis as an artist. Absolutely. And this is totally her cutting her teeth. And, you know. There are probably things that you did uh, or, you know, hobbies that you're super good at now. And would you want to, like, go back and when you were first getting into the hobby, would you, like, want your first trials at stuff to be on display with the world? Absolutely like you not. When you were 16 years never. old? So that's kind of like how been, I feel when people make fun of these albums. It's I've like, never been 16. Like, Don't look yeah, into but it. She, like, had a record deal and, like, a bunch of top 40 hits. Yeah. Like, that's really kind of like nothing to, like, sneeze or laugh at. You can say it's, like, whatever, like, empty bubblegum pop, whatever. But at least she's sitting there. But, like, that's what we do here. She's not a manufactured machine. No. She's she, writing her own stuff. Exactly. I you have to respect that to a point. Yes. And I, you know, whether you like it or not, you have to respect it to a point, not just discount yes. all of that. We can forget the, the cool Annis thing happened. Well, she yeah. she perfected that a little better in a couple years. Thank I guess. God. It'd be fun. She should like do another song in that voice now. I would love to hear like what 40 whatever year old cool Annis sounds like. She's married to some weird white rapper. So well, I see, feel like it, it's. They probably talk to each other like that around the house. They're in their though. home studio yeah. somewhere. Yeah. There, there it's you go. there. There it is. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, as you venture into 2020, um, best wishes from us here at Offbeat Tracks. Thank you for downloading our podcast as many times as you have. We really appreciate mm-hmm. it. Thumbs up. And uh, I guess um, we'll see you in the new year. But uh, in the meantime, if you want to listen to any of our older episodes, you can do so at offbeattrackscast.com. Yes. And if you want to send us new year well wishes and have us send them back to you. Um, Which we totally we are, will. We probably will. We're just waiting for that notification thing to come up. <laughs> Um, we are at Offbeat Tracks on Twitter. Yes. So we will mm-hmm. see you in 2020. Take care. Yeah, you will.